Hi, folks. Welcome to episode 87 of the Wealth on Any Income podcast. This is where we talk about money tips, techniques, attitudes, information, and provide inspiration around your business and money. I'm your host, Rennie Gabriel. In past episodes, we spoke about how to understand the numbers from your business, how to measure the level of pleasure based on where you spend your money, how to track your money in five to 10 seconds, what determines how close you are to complete financial choice, and how to run your business without being in your business. And last week, we had Les Watson, who spoke about a unique A to Z approach to time management. Today, we have as our guest, Michelle Mazur. Michelle is a messaging expert who works with brilliant business owners who are shaking things up, but have trouble talking about it. She combines the tools of successful social movements with the qualitative research skills she earned in her communications PhD to help them craft their powerful, captivating messages. Get started finding your three-word rebellion for free at threewordrebellion.com. Dr. Michelle, welcome to the Wealth on Any Income podcast. And thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I love talking about money. <laughs> well, let's let's get right to some questions. You know, it sounds like in the introduction, people should understand what you do, but tell me why you do it. Mm, I do what I do because I really believe that communication changes the world. And after being in business for 10 years, I have seen so many amazing business owners who are fantastic at what they do. They get tremendous results for their clients, and yet they're not well known. They're often passed over for opportunities, and they feel like, oh, it should have been me when they see a competitor getting that big stage or that TEDx talk. And I'm on a mission to help those people create a memorable sticky message that they can be known for, but more importantly, gets their work out into the world and in front of the right people who actually need it or who need them. So that's why I'm so passionate. I just want people to be able to powerfully and persuasively communicate the value their business creates, whether they're talking to one person or they have an opportunity to talk to a million people. Uh, thank you. And I try and lead by example in terms of uh, philanthropy. I donate 100% of the profits from the work I do to a charity, to multiple charities, primarily shelter to soldier. Mm -hmm. But tell me what cause or charity is most important to you. So I am a cat lover and I often will donate. So I donate a lot to the Seattle area feline rescue. Um, also, kitten fostering is such an important part of what needs to happen <laughs> because every year we have kitten season and there's all these kittens that are being born on the streets. So I love helping organizations and individuals who foster kittens. So there's a woman on Instagram, it's she's the kitten lady, and she does all of this advocacy work around how to foster kittens and take care of them. And she shares her own journey and she's created the Orphan Kitten Club. And it's one of the things that I like to donate to as well, because it's like, I just, look at the, I look at kittens and they're like so helpless and they're so wonderful and just little fur balls 
that I just want them to have a fair start. And even like two of my cats came from foster homes. So they were born in a foster home, their brother and sister. And because they had such good fosters, they never had to experience what it was like to be in a shelter, be on the streets. And I just think that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And uh, it's funny because um, I, one of my coaching clients is also very into cat rescue and the I, I had a couple cats that didn't do well, but my last one I had for 18 years and he was raised by my two dogs and <laughs> acted like a dog. And uh, so people would come into the office, which is where he stayed. And he would jump up on the table and say, hi, I'm here. Pet me. It's Yes. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. So we have a 14 year old and our two like Maine Coon mixes. And ever since we've gotten the Maine Coon mixes, he now thinks he's a Maine Coon. So he like, he's gotten way more vocal than he was before. And he's like, oh, I like water too. And I'm like, your fur is not meant for that. (laughs) No, no, you don't. (laughs) Yeah. And oh, by the way, he was a feral cat that was left in the backyard by the mom. So I first saw him when he had no fur. Talking about little fur babies. He was a part of five little furless, little, a ball of five little furless things. Anyway, so I had him from, from that point for the next 18 years. So he was fabulous. Well, let's get to another question. Instead of my talking all about my cat, I'm guessing your your target market are coaches, consultants, service-based business owners, right? Yeah, it is. Absolutely. So let's get to something kind of personal. What would you say is your biggest failure, whether it was personal or business? Mm, That is such a good question. And I feel... Although sometimes when you look back, you don't actually see them as failures. You see them as like, oh, this is the thing that needed to happen to propel me ahead. Because I went through this point in my life where um, I was still in academia. I was still a professor. And I had lost my mother. I had just broken up with my boyfriend. And then I also just decided to quit my job because I didn't like it. And academia was going to be like my career. I I went the tenure track route. I had the coveted assistant professorship and I just wasn't happy. And so it And considering I was like the person who was like, I was at the top of my class in my communication degree, um, I I was, you know, most likely to succeed. And so that felt like it was a failure, but it was 100% the right thing to do. Looking back, I would have been miserable um, for a very long time if I kept going down that path. But at the time, it just felt like a huge failure because I was down going down this path and realized, Ugh, yeah, I don't think I want to be doing this. And <laughs> what does that mean? It sounds like what you're telling me is you gained a major insight from this. If you're not happy, don't be afraid to pivot. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it was 
Yeah, it was really scary because, you know, now with the internet, we have so many resources on like how to transition out of academia. There's coaches for that and everything. But when I was doing it, I could find like a couple of articles on like the Journal of Higher Education. So I was really just making it up as I went along. I was like, all right, well, I get to pick wherever I want to live. Cool. <laughs> where should I go? It's the first time in my life where I've actually gotten to choose that. Um, and that was that was neat but it was it was scary because there weren't there weren't the resources that we have today for people to transition careers or transition out of academia so it was like i was just kind of flying solo and figuring it out yeah there's so many more resources now and you know like for attorneys who want to get out of practicing law for people who want to leave academia for people who are in the corporate world who want to transition out of that yeah mm -hmm. the, the resources are available now that didn't exist 10 and 20 years ago. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's see. What would you say the common mistakes are that your prospects make? Oh, okay. This one is pretty easy. So what I have seen over and over again is people go through this process. They create an offer for their business and it does well it gets great results their clients really love it they get some word of mouth marketing and they're like all right i want to go big with this so what i need to do is market my business and then they invest in all the marketing stuff they try a million different marketing strategies and they're like why isn't any of this working i'm so good at what i do marketing just doesn't work and well what it really is is that they've missed a step because they don't know what to say in their marketing that actually gets people's attention and leads people to want to work with them. And marketing is really difficult when you don't know what to say in the blog post, when you don't know what to say in an email or a social media post or on a video, or even in your sales conversations. Like it's really hard to build a business when you can't actually communicate. But I see people do that all the time. It's like, I got this great offer. It needs marketing. And it's like, no, you got to figure out what to say because any marketing strategy can work if you apply it and you have a message that actually resonates. Yeah. And it sounds like, you know, someone could be an expert at producing the results for their clients, but it doesn't mean they know how to package it in a way that will attract the people. Yeah. And my people tend to be, you know, have years of experience, they're experts and what they care about in what they do is not what their clients care about. So they're leading with a message that tends to be very solution focused, like how I do the thing I do and isn't it awesome and you can work with me. And the the person reading it is like, well, this sounds great, but I don't know what it's supposed to do. Like, yeah. like does it help me? Does it solve a problem? Like what's going on? And, and they don't realize that we don't, care about all the nuts and bolts of your expertise. We just really want to see that, oh, you get me, you understand me, you can help me with this particular thing in this particular way, and it gets results. Like, that's what we want to know. But yeah, yeah. we focus on things that don't matter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's the old radio station. What's in it for me? W, mm -hmm. w I don't know. I can't. W-I-I, with them, W-I-I-F-M. There we go. What's in it for me? All right. So give me an example, though, to uh, like a case study to illustrate, you know, someone who may have come to you and, and what happened when they learned this three-word rebellion. 
Yeah. So I had a client who she's a brilliant marketer, like just a <clears throat> great marketer, has a fresh take on marketing. And she created a podcast called The Marketing Funnel Show. And I don't know about you. I do not want to listen to a podcast about marketing funnels. <laughs> but I mean, because that's like, what a solution based message, right? Like, no. okay, it's clear, we're going to learn about marketing funnels. But that does not make me curious does not make me want to tune in. So I took her through the three word rebellion process. And we came up with a three word rebellion profit without worry, because that was really what she believed in. She was about creating processes and systems in your business. So that if something happened, in your life, your business would still run, you would still be able to generate revenue so that you could profit without worry. And so she changed her podcast to that title and like her downloads like quadrupled because it was actually a message that people wanted to hear. Her right people were like, Ooh, tell me about that. Like, how do I do that? So I think that's really the power of having a message that intrigues people and makes them want to know more is that they're going to be more likely to tune in to what you have to offer. Beautiful. Yeah. So from marketing funnels to profit without worry, I mean, yeah, complete transformation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it was just a really because messaging is this long-term strategy. So you don't really, most of the time you don't see payoff right away. Like you got to keep showing up with the same message in your marketing over time. And for her, it was really cool to see that kind of instant results. Beautiful. Well, are you willing to offer something about this three word rebellion uh, as a resource for my listeners? Oh, yeah. So you can get a taster of the three word rebellion. So I, I have a book called the three word rebellion that takes you through the entire process that's available anywhere. And you can also just get a taster of it to see if it's right for you. So we I take you through the beginning of the process. And you can do that at three word rebellion.com. Oh, perfect. I'm going to put that in the show notes. So people can just click on it. That's great. Three word rebellion.com. Michelle, is there a question I should have asked you that would also give some additional value? And I didn't. Oh, well, mm. not only what would the question be, but what's the answer? Uh, I, I think this one is one that I always wish people would ask me. And it's like, what is messaging? Like, what job does it do for your business? Because right at what I'm noticing now, it's like messaging is definitely having a moment and people are talking about it. But people don't really understand what it is that messaging the job of your message in your business is to persuade it is to lead people to your products to your services. And when it does its job, it does like three other mini jobs, it job is to get new people, get their attention, make them interested, and then create conversation so that you can actually nurture and engage with people and help them diagnose like, what problem are you actually having? And is my thing the right thing for you? And if it's not, how can I like, get you going in the right direction? And then it also helps us cultivate connection, building that know, like, and trust. And it should be this comprehensive strategy, a comprehensive system. And I, sometimes I just hear people be like, well, it's just one sentence. And I'm like, that's part of it. Yeah. <laughs> and you got to know like what to say after that one sentence to really get people to buy in, to be persuaded. 
Beautiful. Michelle, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me. This was so much fun. And I got to talk about cats. I never get to do that on podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a little bit, uh, you know, it's not the straight and narrow. And I also want to thank my listeners. Thank you for tuning in. Next week, we'll have Nina Cook. She's a mindset coach who helped one of my friends break through to a seven-figure income and also fix some of my faulty thinking. You can listen to the Wealth on Any Income podcast on your favorite platform, and please rate, review, and subscribe. And if you'd like to know more about how books, movies, and society programs you to be poor and what the cure is, then log on to wealthonanyincome.com forward slash TEDx. You'll hear my TEDx talk and can request a free 27-page roadmap to complete financial choice and receive a weekly email with tips, techniques, or inspiration around your business or money. Again, that's wealthonanyincome.com forward slash TEDx. And if you'd like to see how you can increase your wealth and donate to the causes that touch your heart, please check out our affordable program, Wealth with Purpose, on the wealthonanyincome.com website. Until next week, be prosperous. Bye-bye for now.